Baby. 
May your name be exalted. May your name be lifted high. May your name be praised. For there is none like you. There is none that can be compared unto your name, O God. At the mention of your name, every knee bows and every tongue shall confess that you are God. You are the King of kings and you are the Lord of all. You are worthy of it all, O God. May your name be praised, O God. We worship you this evening, oh God. We worship you, oh God. We worship you. We worship you. We worship you, oh God. For who you are, for who you are, oh God. For who you are, you are God all by yourself, oh God. We bless you, oh God. Call you Yahweh, 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 Yahweh. We bow before your name, oh God. We bow before your name. We bow before your name. Glory be unto your name. Glory be unto your name. Glory be unto your name, oh God. In Jesus' name. Speaking tongues for two minutes. Open your spirit to the Holy Spirit. Oh, seven Open your spirit to the Holy Spirit.
from our heart to your heart Go deeper. Go deeper in your spirit. This is your atmosphere, Spirit of God. Come. Just come be with us. of your flesh go out of your flesh meet him up in the air meet him up in the air meet him up there meet him up there meet him up there in the realms where he abides in his fullness meet him up Go out of this place. Go out of this place. Meet him up. Meet him up. Meet 
Meet him up there. Meet him up there. Meet him right up there. He stretched out his hands. Ezekiel said, when the spirit spoke unto me, he entered into me. Allow him. Allow him to do what he wants to do with your destiny. When the glory comes, there will be no words to say. When the glory comes, there will be no words to say. When the glory comes, there will be no words to say. for him. Who is looking for him? When the presence comes there will be no words Father we are here for your presence. We are here seeking you every day in our hearts. Leaving our environment living our consciousness desiring to soak in you thank you that you've made it possible to abide in you and have you abide in us praise and glory to your holy name thank you in jesus name amen praise god Praise God. Okay. All right. Have you welcomed somebody already? Or you are yet to do that? Please do it. Say hi. Give somebody a Jesus welcome. A Jesus welcome. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Let's just touch on one or two things from last week and then share with you what I have been given. Very serious business on what we have to do. Praise God. All right. Um, if 
you were able to listen to last week's um, message on the podcast. I think it should be cut up so far. The theme was one sign of a strong-minded church, part three. We had part one, part two, part three. So it should be there. But let me just open something up to you. Just two, three, two things that I need to touch on from last week. And then we'll move into today. Now listen. Whatever we are doing, okay, our work, school, marriage, relationships, they are not something that is bigger than us because we are able to have some major contributions, a major control in these things. The work you do is not bigger than you. That's why you are easily doing it. You go in and you know what to do. Some people are having jobs that they did not even school for, but by a few days of training, they are there. You understand? So our job, relationship, you, 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 you picked, you chose, you loved. It was a choice. It wasn't hard. Although there are some things in life we can't control, like somebody drives by and, you know, gets some muddy water on you, but you can wash your clothes, so it's not bigger than you. But God didn't put us here to live with things that we are bigger than. That is not a purpose for life. Are you hearing me? Things that you can easily do, things that you can just snap your finger or close your eyes and you can just tell us the process are not visions. All right? They are not visions. Visions are bigger than you. And you have to get into it and make it yours. If you have a vision from the Lord, first of all, the Lord is bigger than you. He gives you what is bigger than you. And gives you his spirit to help you handle it. One reason why God gave himself and his spirit. So that we can able to handle the big things from him. So, you have to make a decision to live for something that is bigger than you. It is called eternal achievement. You understand? It is a challenge to your own spirit and your own soul. But that is a vision of God. If you are not actively involved in what you are as bigger than you, which is connected to 
the heart of God, there is a problem to why we are living. Some are just surviving. Some are just existing. Some are living. Which one are you? Are you surviving? Are you existing? Are you living? Praise God. Jesus gave us that example easily. He went into prayer and said to the Father, if it is possible, let this cup, let this vision, let this purpose go. It was big. He has lived his whole 30, 33 years for one thing and he saw it was bigger than him. That you put the whole world's sin into one person and punish him for that. And then he knew what he was doing. He said, but not my will. Because my will is what I'm bigger than. I am bigger than my will. I'm able to control my will. I'm able to make my own choices. And I could say, I don't want to do this anymore. But let your will, let your bigger choice. It is your will that should happen. Do you fast to be able to do your work? Does your job require fasting? Does it require hours of prayer? No. You are bigger than it. When you are whatsapping or texting the person you love, you, do you have to fast? Do you have to seek some special presence to be able to talk to the person you, you chose as your lover? No. But why is it that when it comes to God, there are fastings and strugglings because they are bigger than us and we have been called to do that. And the faster you get into it, it helps you because I told you last week from Revelation 10, time shall be no more. There is, there is a, a period, a dispensation coming where time shall be no more. You will not have it. Even now, there are people who are living, who are whatever, and they don't even have the time because they are being fed by food they don't even want to eat because they are sick. They don't have time. When you hit 75, 65, when you hit your old age, are you now going to tell God, you called me to be an evangelist. Let your will be done. Who is going to enjoy having a 70-year-old person as an evangelist? By the time you want to go faster, you want, it will take you two hours to even wear your socks. Are you hearing me? It will take you time to, to put yourself in the shower. This is the time. If it is not something that is, has become a, a higher desire in your life, there is a huge question to it. Because whatever it is, is going to go soon. The world is moving. Mercy. Jeremiah 48. 
I said something in Jeremiah 48. 11. Use the King James and then we do another version. Let's do it very quickly. This is not what, this is what I'm preaching about. I'm just trying to remind you on one or two things. Jeremiah 48. The King James defying. Verse 11. Jeremiah chapter 48, verse 11 from the King James Version. Moab had been at ease from his youth, and mm -hmm. he had settled on his lees, and had not been emptied from vessel to vessel. Neither had he gone into captivity. Therefore, his taste remained in him. Yes. And his scent is not changed. His Amen. scent has not changed. You know, I asked that question here last week for those who were here, and I said, what do you think you would, you would have been without salvation? And because most of us were born into Christian homes, we were like, we didn't really know what we would have become. And that is the problem why we are not too committed. Because we don't value what we have. It's like we were born into it and it's normal, we are familiar with it. But anytime, like I told you, you see your age mate who is fooling around, who is doing all those things, that is you without Christ. It should give you a picture of the person you would have become without salvation, without being born into a Christian home, without being given a Bible from your, from your, the time you hit Sunday school at church. The, the people, your, your mate who are grandmothers at 25, some are prostitutes, hardcore prostitutes. People have... People our age have gone into jail and come back like five times. That is you and I without Christ. Such people become very committed when they become Christians because they know where they have been. And this is what Jeremiah is saying. You, 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 you have not been emptied from vessel to vessel. Right? You are a settled alcohol. You have not been emptied. You have not gone through some phases and some uh, transitions of life. So you are very settled and therefore your taste and your scent, they haven't changed. So it is, you are too relaxed. That's what he's saying. Can you read the MSG? And then we do maybe NIRV. Jeremiah chapter 48, verse 11 from the MSG. Moab had always, has always taken it easy. Lazy as a dog in the sun. Lazy as what? A dog in the sun. A dog in the sun. Moab has always what? Taking it easy. We have taken other things very seriously. Our jobs, our schooling, relationships. But when it comes to the, the main thing why we are called, we are alive. When it comes to the destiny and the purpose of God for us, we are relaxed. We are like dogs in the sun. Too relaxed. When a dog is lazy in the sun, it lies down with the legs open up showing the sun. Warm my inside. Warm my under. Warm my genitals, oh sun. 
And that is how we are, some of us are, when it comes to our spirituality, when it comes to our calling, when it comes to the purposes and the gifts of God. You and I know what that gift I'm talking about. That the will of God, like we read that, he says, he has given some to be what? Apostles, prophets, pastors, teachers, evangelists. But you are too settled, you are too relaxed to move into it. Are you hearing me? You are too relaxed to move into it because you think that you become a wonderful usher in the church. You are a wonderful something in the church. But whatever we are in the church, it's like, you know, we are giving one talent, two talents, I told you. You are not just to remain there. These things are just to let you know that there is something you are called to. It's either you are an apostle, a prophet, a pastor, a teacher, or an evangelist. But you are too relaxed. It doesn't bother you that one day you are going to account for, for not using as you are supposed to use his calling. You have forgotten. You've forgotten that people's lives are connected to this thing God has put in you. We are busy. My wife and I were watching a, a, a program. The girl came for healing. Like she came to testify because she had her heart broken. And the man of God asked, asked your boyfriend broke your heart. She said yes. She always almost gone, went mad. You see, we are, we are active in these things. But the main thing, you are what? Too relaxed like a dog in the sun. Go on. Never had to work for a living. Never faced any trouble. Never had to grow up. Never once worked up a sweat. But those days are a thing of the past. I'll put him to work at, at, hard, at hard labor. Go, go, go to NIRV. Messenger has given us what, what it has. Is it NIRV? Yeah. Probably it has something for us. Before we do NLT. Jeremiah 8, 11 from NIRB. Yes. Okay. Moab had been at peace and rest from at its peace earliest and rest. days. You want me to keep going? Or? Go keep going. At it, peace. It is like wine that has not been shaken up. It has, it's like what? Wine that has... Some of you are like wine that has not been shaken. You've never gone through where you have to sleep with someone to make the money. Maybe you haven't. You haven't been in a situation where your mother or your father needs money for surgery and nobody is giving it, you don't have it, that, that one guy has to sleep with you, like one uncle will have to sleep with you to get you that money. You have not been there. You have not been there where people put uh, rape cases or issues on you. You, you have not been there. You are, you are too relaxed. Probably your, your problems have been normal things. You know normal things, right? Normal things. One guy fooling, messing around with you. You know, one or two issues with money. It's not, it's not something that... You are, you are not a wine that has been shaken. When you shake alcohol, and you are not an alcohol drinking person, you, you know that you have to get it from the room. Because alcohol has been shaken. And you could, when you use the hand, hand sanitizer that have alcohol, how do you, how do you feel? Yeah, and at work, we use, we use those kind of alcoholic, you know, and sometimes I tell, I tell one guy, I say, I feel drunk. <laughs> when alcohol is shaking, 
You have not been shaken. You are too, you are too subtle. Go on for me, please. Yes. Same. It has not been poured from one jar to another. Yes. Moab's people have not been taken away from their land. They're like wine that tastes as it always did. Its smell has not changed at the all. smell. Your smell. Some of your spiritual smell. Since you, got, you became Christians, it hasn't changed. You, you still smell like a baby. You smell like a baby. That's why you have not had major demons go meetings about you. You haven't had major demons, principalities and powers. Oh yeah, you haven't had rulers of the darkness of this world go on meetings with your name on it. Why? Because your, your smell in the spirit is there. They can handle whatever it is. They don't, they don't really bother much about it because your smell is still like a baby. How many arm robbers will go on a meeting on how to... Uh, arrest or destroy a two-year-old life. They don't care about the two-year-old. What are they going to get from you? So most of you, some demons don't even care. Like when they shake you like this, back, 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 back. They, they don't see what will come out. That will, will make them want to come after your destiny. But because you, you are still a child of God and they don't like you. So they'll just put one or two things in your way just to keep you as a baby. But until you have principalities and powers, go meetings against you. Until you have demons come together and settle and, and, and orchestrate issues that will put shame on you. Your scent hasn't changed. And when God is calling you to do what he has called you to do, it's because he wants to change your scent. He wants to make you a hell shaker. I'm not talking to people here. Why are you not saying we like the message? Why are you not saying it? But you are not saying, you have microphones, you are not saying this. You should say this thing, we, we came for this. Amen. Say it in a we came for this. Hey. That's what some of you are. Look, let me tell you this. If you marry and you are a silencer, some, some boys don't like that. You should be an active person. Somebody went to their marriage counselor and said, my wife doesn't make noise. And the counselor was like, what do you mean? He said, when we are making love, she doesn't make noise. She's dead there. Like, like a, a, a cadaver or something, you know, a dead body that we are trying to see if we can put some uh, anatomic experiment on it. Hey. And then the old man counselor himself was shocked. He himself had been married for so many years, he never knew there should be a sound. So he's like, what are you talking about? I said, my wife doesn't talk. You don't go and get married. And when, 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 you know, when, 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 when the thing is happening and you are quiet and all you are doing is, mm, mm, mm. like, what is wrong with you? So you have to say, Amen. Your smell hasn't changed. Your smell hasn't changed. You have not been poured from one cup to the other. You should be active. Look, Miles Moreau said something. He said, the job you are doing, 
God gave all of us work. But what you are doing for money there is job. He didn't give us job. Job is what you are, is you are doing for whatever. But there was work for everybody. That one is from God. You have to step into your work. Oh, me, I, I, I'm able to do this in the church. I think I've done something. No. No, 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 no. There is a calling of the five gifts. Amen. Let me tell you this. The things I share with you, heaven don't joke with it. I'm not, I'm not lying to you. Things I'm, I share with you here, heaven doesn't joke. I told you, this, the message I'm, I'm about to share with you, probably to take three weeks or four weeks. I told you how I got it. My wife had gone to the store. I was in the room listening to my messages and all that. Then the Holy Spirit came into the bedroom and said, be quick. Take this message and teach it to my people. Are you getting it? This is not the first time though. But for the Holy Spirit to come and say, give this message to my people. What do you think we are in heaven? What do you think we are? A meeting has gone on. Go and give this message. Let him teach the people. That means what I've been teaching, they like it. And they want it deeper for all of us. I don't know who people to. You are, you are very young people and you don't know how to, how to do this thing. Now, are you going to wait when we are 60 years? I will say, I will say to them, oh, we like the method. We think for them. We like the method. Where your teeth are not there. Hey! Amen. Let's just be quick. That's, as soon as he finished giving me all the scriptures and all the things I had to say, hey, my wife came. Fast. And that is what I'm going to share with you. But I am begging you. Don't waste any more time. Have you personally met mad people before? Yeah. Those who are who hit the street. Yeah. How do you feel? Afraid. Uh-huh. Sad. Do you don't feel sad for them? Wow. Pity. Wow. A soul has gone mad. And it doesn't do anything to you. Just yesterday, I was getting gas. And this guy was going through rubbish cans looking for food. You see, if you have not been there, you will not even appreciate Small cookie in your fridge. You will not appreciate it. Yeah. You know. But we are in a world where 
people's destinies are connected to your obedience to the call. Bishop Dag said yes to God. And he has over 3,000 pastors. Imagine where all these 3,000 pastors would have been. A proud person would say, oh, they would have been able to find their way. You think you find your way into calling? <laughs> God, God has prepared how everybody will be called. And if these 3,000 people's calling are connected to one person, and he says, no, me, I'm a medical doctor, I want to go into my medicine. All these 3,000 guys would have been probably in their churches doing photography and media aspect and singing and banging drums and all that, but will never have answered their call. This is a man where even his houseboy became a bishop. The guy would have stayed a houseboy probably for the rest of his life with somebody else. Do you know what your calling will do for people? Hey! The Holy Spirit came and said, teach my people details of the spirit. That's the title of the message. Details of the spirit. The spirit being the Holy Spirit. Details of the spirit. He gave me the scriptures. And when it happens like that, I just, anytime this encounter happens, I, I, just, I just feel the love that God really loves us. And he wants to teach us everything possible. And he still is like he's cheering on. You can make it. You can do it. You know when somebody's running for your school and then you are like, Harry, you can make it. We believe in you. The person's heart is, he's tired. But you are, you are, you are urging, that is what angels and the spirit of God, are, they are all doing for you and I. Until finally you say, I am out of this world. Then you realize, realize that these people who are cheering you on are now ready to judge you. But now, dear, Jesus is saying, I'm with you. Take this weapon. Take this weapon. I have opened your eyes to what? This is the goal. Paul says that I have seen the mark. And it is a mark of a high calling. I forget about the past. And I put my energy together to meet the mark. I want the price. I want the price. Hey. It's nice old. But I shared something with you last week. Let's read that one. Amos. I didn't miss that. Uh, thank you, Holy Spirit. He just reminded me. Amos. Look at what Amos said in Amos chapter 7. Verse 14 and verse 15. NLT. NLT. Amos. Let's, let's run very, very fast. Amos 7, 14 and 15. Amos chapter 7, verse 14 and 15. Oh, for Amos. What's But Amos replied... <laughs> Amos replied, I'm not a professional prophet. I am not what? A professional prophet. And I was never trained to be one. I was never trained. I'm just a shepherd and I take care of sycamore fig trees. Uh -huh. But the Lord called me away from my flock and told the me. The Lord called me to do more of the sycamore tree or whatever. He said the Lord did what? Called, called me, me away. Yeah. And what happened? 
and told me, go and prophesy to my people. Oh, no, 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 no. Go and plant more sycamore trees. No, no, no. The Lord called, he says, number one, I didn't go to Bible school. I am not a professional prophet. Those days they had the, the school of the sons of the prophet. He was not there. He was a shepherd and a sycamore victory guy taking care of these things. A bush guy and God called him. So what is your, what is your excuse? You want to have all the knowledge before you say yes to God into the pastorate? Or, I, I, don't, I don't get it. MSG, please, MSG. What, what is really, really your, your problem? He says, I'm not a prophet. God, look, he doesn't call the qualified. He qualifies the called. Are you, are, are you hearing me? Until, look, by now, I have preached three parts of this message. By now, you should have been on your knees praying. May I not waste my time, oh God. Praying like Jesus, let your will be done. Have you done it? Have you prayed that prayer? Have you cried unto God? Oh, yes. Hey! Sure. Tell her if the cry don't come there, and I think that doesn't go to you. Why do you think people are so heavy on their wedding day they start crying? Especially some guys say, huh? A man who are crying like this. Because look, you are you are now realizing that hair. This thing is real. I told you before then the following year to my me, my, I broke down. God broke me like. I'm telling you, my marriage, you will never have enjoyed me. Because I easily get bored. I used to be that type of person. If I, you are my friend for three months, I'm bored with you. Bye. Oh, yes. My, half, my, my, my first girlfriend didn't do anything to me. We're okay, we're fine. But she came to visit me one day. I said, look, let's, it's over. You, you, your scent is too much on me. Bye-bye. I was like, she would have not enjoyed my marriage. Tell you. The Lord broke me down that, that night. And then I, some things left me. I cried, I cried like a baby. I didn't know what was happening to me. He was saving my marriage. So some tears will come. Then that's when you know the hair. God has really settled it. I'm, I have to answer the call. Oh, she will not have enjoyed the marriage. At all. At all. If you're looking for Number one fault finders. I'm, I'm the one. I, I was the one. I was the one. Ask her. When we were not married, when we were just beloved dosing, you know beloved dosing. We were beloveds. That's what you call dating. But we are, we are Christians. We are, we are beloved dosing. Ask her. She, most of the time, I made her cry. Ask her if I'm lying. She's here asking. And you know the funny thing? Ask her. You know the funny thing? You know the funny thing? Listen, oh, I will be in the house. Eh? Then the Holy Spirit will come and tell me, you are fooling. She is crying. I will call her and then indeed she was crying. The Holy Spirit was... <laughs> during our beloved dosing, the Holy Spirit was more on her side. I'm telling you the truth. The Holy Spirit was more on her side. He will come and rebuke me. Then I will call her and I will you know, wrap her small. Then she will be fine. Yeah. Imagine living with such a guy. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So used to my ways. Like, I want this thing. If I say this is it, I, you can't change it. I wouldn't have been a nice guy in the marriage. Yeah. 
Even brokenness has happened, oh, but still cry, it's not easy. Yeah. Oh, but ask her. I really give her peace. Ask her. I really give her. Hey, that, that was not me before, before. That was, that was me. Yeah. I really, oh, I really give her. You know, people fighting their marriages, and I'm that guy who now knows how to swallow a lot of nonsense. Before, before, why would I swallow that nonsense? I cried that, that night. I think twice. It happened twice. Then I knew that, yeah, I'm ready for the marriage. Hey, messenger, please. You missed chapter 7, verse 14 and 15. But Amos stood up to Amaziah. I never set up to be a preacher. I never. You see, the NLT was this, I wasn't a prophet. But now he's just a preacher. So whatever your excuses, Amos is telling you, I was not a professional. I was not a professional. Why are you even, oh, look, Amos' case is even sad. He didn't have this kind of preaching. He didn't know about anything about whatever. He was attending to the sheep, sycamore fig tree, and the Lord sent him, go and prophesy just like that. First time in the life of Hosea that he ever heard the voice of God, God said to him, go and marry a prostitute. First time. Read Hosea chapter 1. You'll be surprised. And you, the God is just telling you, I'm just, I'm calling you, come and be an apostle for me. Be a prophetess for me. Be a, a teacher for me. Go and heal the nations. Make disciples for me. Is it too hard? And these things are actually what will make you relevant in the kingdom of God. Because I told you, whatever you are doing apart from these things, angels can do them. Angels can sing, and you are a singer. Angels know instruments, and I'm, I'm saying I'm a keyboardist. I'm a, it's just useless because angels, it doesn't change angels. They are not marveled for us to do what they can do. They are only saying that we, the only thing is that we can't even do it as perfect as they can. Satan. Satan is a, is a made-up instrument. Are you hearing me? That's how come he can deceive people because one time he can speak to you like a flute. One time, he can change his voice and speak to you with one of the tones of a keyboard. That's why you are there and then you are like, ooh, I like what I'm hearing. He did it to a pastor's wife. She broke the church. He did it to a pastor. He sent just his voice into a demon and it sat on her shoulder like a monkey. Saying things to her, look at your beautiful body. And you are covering it because of pastoral wife. Why are you wasting your time? Then she look into the mirror. Check herself. Ooh, I'm sexy. She started going to church wearing short things. She will sit down and everything will show. This is American church. I'm telling you the truth. The pastor's friends, nobody could diagnose the issue. One day, Jesus told Kenneth Hagin, look at what is there. And he saw that demon like a monkey. Went into the church and they delivered her. By the time he had gone there, the church had broken into just small session. Everybody had left. Satan is a better instrumentalist and a better musician. I'm telling you, he is not a guy with the horns. You meet, a, meet somebody with the horns and the caricature face that they have made him to be. The guy is the most beautiful guy I've ever met in my life. I'm telling you the truth. Satan. 
Somebody God made. You think he, he looks what? <laughs> so whatever we are doing in the church, angels can do them. The things they can't do are the, what apostles, prophets, teachers, and violence. That's why when you get into your calling, they come and help you minister. Because they can't do it. You are doing it. So they can support you with it. With, with, with the glory, with some power. They cannot preach. They cannot evangelize. What I'm doing, angels cannot do it. They cannot start churches. They cannot train people. Are you hearing me? So Bible says God is using the church to show forth even unto angels the manifold wisdom of God. Angels don't even know the manifold sided wisdom of God. They don't know it. All they know of God is his glory and his power for making things. But when they see people on earth, earth is very tiny. If you take the sun, like a, a soccer ball, that ball, the, the earth is like a bead. Women, your bead. That's how the earth is. Small. And they marvel how God has taken keen interest in this tiny planet. Sometimes it scares you that there's nobody on the other planets. It's like there's nobody in this door. It's only us. It's very scary. But he chose us. When angels are assigned to go and take care of the galaxy and the four winds of this earth, they don't enjoy it, but they have to obey. But whenever they are assigned to the earth, they get happy. Because this is where their master came as a boy, as a baby, and grew as a man and died for you and I. So they don't even understand why we don't get into our calling because it, it, it muffles them. Everything you are doing, the job you are doing, unbelievers are doing the same thing. Whatever you are, I'm telling you, they are unbelievers who play band, right? Better than you and I. The only thing that makes us relevant is saying yes to these things he has called us to. And we are easily wasting time. It's like, whatever, God, whatever. Whatever. Details of the spirit. I'm going to do a very short one today. Genesis chapter 2. From verse 1 to verse 15. New King James. Ah. Genesis chapter 2. From verse 1 to 15. Just read New King James for us. Genesis chapter 2 verse 1 to 16. 15. 15 yeah. From the New King James. Thus the heavens and the earth and all that all the hosts of them were finished. And on the seventh day, God ended his work which he had done. And he rested on the seventh day from all his work which he has done. Yes. Then God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it because in, because in it he rested from all his works God has created and made. This is the history of the heavens and the earth when they were created. In the day that the Lord God made the earth and the heavens. Yes. Before any plants of the field was in the earth and before any herbs of the field had grown. God, for the Lord God had not caused it to rain on the earth. Hmm. And there was no man to till the ground. But a mist went up from the earth and watered the you know whole a mist? face. Like a dew. Dew, yeah. And watered the whole face of the ground. 
And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living being. The Lord God planted a garden eastward in Eden, and there he put the man whom he had formed. And out of the ground the Lord God made every tree grow that is pleasant to the sight and good for food. The tree of life was also in the midst of the garden, and the tree of the knowledge of God of good and evil. Now a river went out of Eden to water the garden, and from there it parted and became four river heads. The name of the first is Fishon. It is the one which skirts the whole land of Hivila, yeah. where there is gold. Yeah. And the gold of the land is good. Dilium is the Yep. Yeah, Delium and the onyx stone are there. The name of the second river is Gehan. It is the one which goes around the whole land of Kush. The name of the third river is Hidekel. It is the one which goes towards the east of Assyria. The fourth river is the Euphrates. Yep. Then the Lord... God took the, took the man and put him in the Garden of Eden to tend and keep it. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Now, I don't want you to miss this, okay? I'm telling you exactly what he told me. I wrote it. You see, from what you read, God had created the whole world and he has said, it is all good. Finished. But the whole world was not as he said. You read it, right? Because there was no man to till the land. And there was no rain. So the herbs, the grass, the fruits were not there. The land was still as empty as it was. But the Lord God has said it is good. What did he do? He had a garden and put two people, Adam and Eve, these two people, he told them to multiply. Right? Now, he does what he told me. He said from that garden, he spread everything he has said. Fruits, animals, whatever. It spread through the whole world from that garden. That is how come other human beings were created at the time Adam and Eve were in the garden, as creation was spreading, other human beings were created, which were not recorded, but they were created. And that is why when Abel, Cain and Abel had a fight, right? And um, Cain killed Abel. He joined vagabonds, people who were wicked. How come they were all there? Yet we were told only Adam and Eve were created. When the Holy Spirit visits you, see why I have to enter into your calling. Because we are missing these things. These are the things he wants to share personally with you. All these other human beings. Where do you think Cain uh, getting their wives and, and giving, where were they, those women, where did they come from? They were all part of the multiplication from the garden. And then the Holy Spirit said to me, whatever
whatever God puts in you, like his gift, the apostleship, the prophetic, whatever there, he says when he puts it in you, it is for you and the Holy Spirit to spread it to the land. Anything God gives you is for multiplication and spreading. But it's between you and the Holy Spirit. Like the Holy Spirit has been given to help you spread it. But you have to be intentional to desire a growth and multiplication. Details of the Spirit is what I'm sharing with you. You want to know deeper things about the Holy Spirit. This is what he himself came and said. Details of me. The Holy Spirit is given to you and I to partner with us to grow every seed in us. There are some seeds God will plant in you. There are some seeds He will plant through you. They are all for multiplication. Addition and multiplication. Which one do you desire? Yeah. And he is up for it too. So the Holy Spirit in your life. If you have not been able to realize what has been put in you. What is he doing with you? That's why you speak in tongues. You do all the kabushabi. But you don't have power. Jesus said, you shall receive power after the Holy Spirit comes upon you. You have received the Holy Spirit. Why can't we find evidence of power? It is connected to the seed. When the Spirit came upon the disciples, Bible says, Peter preached and 3,000 souls were saved. You see, the Spirit came he found the seed planted in him by Jesus because he was a disciple of Jesus. Jesus put something in them. Go into the world and preach the gospel. He had made them apostles and the Holy Spirit came and fired up the apostleship seed. And one time, when people were marveled of the kind of tongues coming out of that room, 3,000 people, The Holy Spirit is not your boy boy. <laughs> Holy Spirit, I'm sending you to my hometown. Kill all the witches. You think it's your CID or undercover, whatever. No. Until you open yourself for the seed. The Spirit is just around. He is just around. And you will have no power. Why do you think we have too many dried Holy Ghost speaking Christians? They speak their tongues, but they are dry. Why? They are planting wrong seed. And they are watering wrong seed. The things you've asked from the Holy Spirit, how many of them are connected to your calling? 
They are not 100% connected to your calling. If they were, by now, you will be in your calling. Why you know they? <laughs> Maybe she will hear the message. But let me just do a concern. I was speaking to a woman of God. That was the last night. I was like, Lord, this thing I put in my heart. Should I or should I? See, see, see. I'm like, let me just do this thing, you know. <laughs> so I said, I asked the question about the calling and all that. And this woman of God said, what you are telling me, I've had prophecies also. And then, but it's all about my marriage and my family members who are fighting me, so I'm doing a lot of prayer. And I said, from my heart, I tell you, your marriage is not under attack. It is your calling. Your calling is under attack. And they're using your marriage as camouflage. So you will lose focus on the calling, thinking that your marriage is under attack. Pray about the marriage, while the family people are also fighting you. But you have lost the main thing. If you enter into your calling, you will be surprised what comes up with the marriage. That's what I said to her. And she was very surprised. And then I sent her the scripture. Jesus said, until you hate mother, wife, so you are telling me family is fighting you, you should easily forget them. But these things are camouflaged and you think these are the main things of life. You have to overcome them before you can advance. It's a camouflage. It's a mirage. On the road, you see a reflection. You get there and there's nothing like that. It's a deception. The problem is the calling. And guess what this woman of God said to me? He says, the thing is that I don't even know how to go about it. The calling thing. But of late, she has been feeling edges to fast and pray. Listen to some messages and all that. So she... And this is the trick. I said, the Holy Spirit will lead you, guide you, teach you. And then I did something there. You see, how will the Holy Spirit lead you, teach you, and guide you? He must use somebody who is in the calling. And I said, and I can help you too. This is the answer that came. I will come for you, your help, when I'm led. Who is going to lead you? The same Holy Spirit that you have and has not, you have not been able to realize how to map out your calling is the one who will lead you, right? Then I left it. Because the Holy Spirit will never force himself on you. And I've learned that. I will never, number one, convince you but number two, force myself. No. And nobody like me. No. Are you catching it? So I'm telling you, there are things that you think are attacking your life. They are just deception. It's just deception. The real thing is to walk into the seed that God has put in you. And when you Plus the Holy Spirit begin to work it. You realize that all those attacks were fake walls. 
you could easily bring them down. Tell me the truth. Fake walls. Everything that looks like an obstacle loses its respect and reputation as obstacle when you venture into the seed he has given to you. Is it going, is it going well? Yes. Tell the truth. What were the disciples doing before they met Jesus? They had their own lives. Even Matthew, tax collector. Matthew was very rich as a tax collector. Very rich. The fishermen and all those things were doing their business. <laughs> they had their own boats. That's how rich they were. Peter and all those, Andrews, they had their own boat. Do you know how, how, how much it would take a fisherman to get his own boat? <laughs> Do you know how much is one boat? They were rich. That's why Peter, when Jesus said that, it is easy for uh, the, the camel to go through, you know, the, the, the eye of a needle than a rich man to enter the kingdom. And Peter asked the question, so what are you going to get, you know, following you? Because these guys are loaded. They are leaving their riches to follow you. And you are saying a rich man now. It's hard for rich men to enter the kingdom. And they were loaded too. So like, meaning we, you know. <laughs> hey! So following you, what are we going to get? Because man, we are leaving our riches. And you are saying we, the rich guy, can't enter the kingdom either. What are you talking about? They were loaded. Once in a while, they don't get fish. But they still get fish. After some time. But that day where Peter didn't get fish, they, all the fish had to obey their master. The master is coming. We cannot be around. Jesus controlled every affairs. I'm telling you the truth. <laughs> there is a seed. It's called an apostle. A prophet. A pastor. A teacher. An evangelist. And the Holy Spirit is here. Why do you think for the first time the Holy Spirit was publicly launched? It had to do with the calling of souls. Anytime the Holy Spirit was manifested in the days of the Old Testament prophets and all that, it was all connected to God's work. You have the Holy Spirit because of God's work. And the work that you are not into it, what is the Holy Spirit doing in your life? A business partner? Until you look into why he came. He cannot look into other things of yours. Are you getting it? Once he realizes that your concern is about what you called for, then other details of your life also begins to concern him. Because he wants to make sure at least one or two things are in order for you to get your peace of mind. Because you are serious about his ministry. But if you are not really serious about ministry, what do you want him to be serious about in your life? There's a lady. She's in Ghana. Hey, maybe I hope she doesn't hear this message. I remember I was in Ghana. She would send me pictures of different guys. Is he the one? Is he the one? And I said, none of the above. 
Well, this one will come and they will go this one. And she's a serious person, you know, cleaning church, doing one or two, inviting people to their church. So it's just like she's doing things. But she doesn't know why these guys. And <laughs> number one, the church where she is, there was a doctrine which women cannot venture into these gifts. What do you want the Holy Spirit to do for you? What did God tell Abraham? That is our instruction for our life. Whatever God told Abraham, he was telling us. Can I show you? The first time God spoke with Abraham, what did he say? Oh, who can tell me? Eh, around there. You are coming, yes. You are coming. Keep, keep coming. Yes, yes, keep coming. On that junction, you are on that junction. You are there? You are there? <laughs> keep coming. Oh, yeah, keep saying some, keep saying some. Ah, are you there? Keep, keep coming. <laughs> yes. Nobody is there. <sighs> Let's go to Genesis 12. Verse 1. NKJV. Or NLT, any one of them. Now listen to this. The first line, let's go. Genesis 12, 1. Now the Lord had said to Abram, uh-huh. Get out of your country. Do what? Get out of your country. Get out! Ah... Amos 7.14. Same thing, yeah. He did what? Called me out. Until you were able to this, do this first thing. That's the problem. Until you are able to say, I am what? Out. To obey. Is there silence? Holy Spirit. If, if you are here, let's say you came and I'm, I didn't come, and a demon-possessed person entered here, what are you going to do? You will call me. And I'll be in the shower. I can't pick the call. Demons, number boom, Sons of Skiva, yeah. Paul, we know. Jesus, we know. Who are you? Seven sons were beaten by demons. And the fear, <laughs> look, they came out looking formless, deformed. If your mother gets angry and she's beating you, how, how does it feel like? And these are demons. Demons who does not know, demons who don't know what it means to love or have pity. 
They were beating you because you've mentioned people who were powerful they don't like. Jesus and Paul. Beat them mercilessly. Most of you haven't come out yet. Should I, should I be a good person? Should I say the truth? Hmm. You will not like it. I will not say Because sometimes when you are speaking the truth, it's like you are saying it in your own interest. It has nothing to do with my interest. Are you hearing me? Some, I will not say No, no, no. We want to hear. We want to hear. <laughs> the Holy Spirit has to give you and go ahead. You know, you can, you can be offended. You can be offended by what I'm going to say. I'm telling the truth. You, you, you might be offended. You, it's, it's highly possible. It's, the maturity level is a problem. Huh. I'm going to test your maturity level. I will use a scripture. And if we're able to get it correctly, maybe I'll use two scriptures. And if we're able to get them correctly, then you... <laughs> John one. Johnny Johnny. John chapter one, start from verse thirty five. To 42, so that I can confuse you a little. John 1, 35 to 42. And LT probably might help because of the uh, construction of the sentences. Let's, let's use NLT to help you. NKJV is fine, but NLT might help you. John 1, 35 John to 42. John 1, 35 to 42. It's titled The First Disciples. The following day, John was again standing with two of his disciples. John the baptized, baptist, okay, was what? Standing with two of his disciples. Two of his disciples, so that means he, those two were also the best of his disciples because usually you, you would like to go out with people who are like the best people around, like Jesus who choose Peter, James, and John. And so John the Baptist had two of the disciples standing by him. So you see the picture. Let's go. As Jesus walked by, and Jesus was walking by, John looked at him and declared, "Look, there is the Lamb of God." Yes, an echo. When John's two disciples heard this, when they, the two disciples heard it, they followed Jesus. Jesus. They did what? They followed Jesus. Go on. Jesus looked around and saw them following. Uh huh. What do you want? He what asked do you want? Them. They replied, "Rabbi," which means teacher. Uh huh. Where are you staying? And come. he said, go back to your, your, your pastor. No, he said, come and see, he said. Ah! He said what? Come and see. Go on. It was about 4 o'clock in the afternoon. When, 4 p.m. When they went with him to the place where he was staying. Yes. And they remained with him the rest of they the day. Remained with him. Hold it. <laughs> John the Baptist was the cousin to Jesus. Didn't Jesus care? That you are remaining with him. Jeremiah 3.15, KJV. 
Jeremiah 3.15. These are scriptures I use here, sir. You should be able to, able to recite these scriptures by now. J- are you, sir? J.K.V. <laughs> J.K.V. <laughs> Jeremiah 3, 16, 15. 15. Oh, it's already highlighted. Yeah, because I've been using it. And I will give you pastors according to my heart, which shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. With knowledge and understanding. Yes. What did God tell Abraham? Come out from your father's. Was it a curse to be in his father's house? He was the master. He was the, he was the, 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 the general uh, managing director or whatever of his father's estates, including fox and all the, uh, the, the stocks and all that, cattle and all that, come out. He called him out. He called Amos out. And two disciples left their pastor to follow Pastor Jesus. Hey! And now God says, I'll give you pastor according to my house, who shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. Some of you, you have your calling. You must what? Come out. You haven't come out. And some of you are at. Continue. Who caught that? Have you caught? Have you caught it? I've helped you. Have you caught what I'm trying to say? Yes. What? What am I trying to say? Meaning, you are at somewhere. That number one, your seed, your. <laughs> listen. Listen. Shh. Thank you, boy. Thank you. Listen. 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 Was John the Baptist a bad person? No. Why did they leave John the Baptist? Why did they leave the two disciples? Why did they leave John the Baptist? No, why did they follow Jesus? Yes. They prefer to go to the greater one. No, not the greater one, but the teacher, he's the truth, right? And John mm-hmm. the Baptist said that there was somebody who was coming that was greater than, greater him. than him. Right, so he was actually the word. He did. Was it fair? It wasn't fair. Their destiny. It wasn't fair. But for them to also, look, all the other disciples who were joined the Baptist are the apostles. They, they their ministry died when John was what? Beheaded. And God is saying that I will give you pastors according to my heart who will feed you. Some Christians have pastors they chose. Can I be honest with you? Yes. Some Christians are what? With pastors they chose. Sometimes they didn't choose by literal choice. But circumstances chose for them. And they have not found their seed. It is a John the Baptist kind of situation. Are you catching it? 
as long as they remain with John the Baptist, their apostleship would die, would have died. And then they even connected their brother, Simon, who became the rock that Jesus called him. So had they not been wild and followed Jesus, then their brother was also, would also have missed his calling. The guy who preached and 3,000 souls were saved. And then the second time, 5,000 souls were saved. Could have remained a fisherman who have brothers connected to join the Baptist as disciples. Are you catching it? So, you might be, <laughs> that's what I told you, you might be offended, but it's not in my interest. You understand? You might be connected to a soil which cannot produce the kind of seed in you. But it's a very nice soil. If you put apple soil in one of the soils in Ghana, Ghana, Ghana our soil is fresh, loamy black soil. But the apple seed will not grow. Put precursor there, precursor will grow. That is why. So, are you saying that God wouldn't have been able to use Abraham in his father's house? His father was not stopping him. He could have still become Abraham. He said, go to a land. Come out of your nativity. Come out of your father's house. Why? That environment can never help you with the seed. Look, when Abraham said okay to God, first time in his life, heard a voice he never saw, the, the, the person behind the voice. His father, I'm sure his father, his father was like, so you, 75-year-old man, you heard a voice, you don't know the, the face behind the voice, and you are following the voice. Abraham, think, oh, think. Abraham said, daddy, I am going. Sarah, his wife, didn't have a choice. She says, let's go, and listen to this. Lot, his nephew, said, uncle, I will follow you. Guess what? As Abraham was increasing, in every good thing, Lot was also increasing by association. Until they all grew and had cattle and they had conflicts. Their servants were always fighting. And then Abraham said, look, choose a land, let me choose a land. Even when Lot chose the land and there was problems, Abraham still stood for him. Association. Had he remained, oh, uncle, where are you going? To a land, somebody, some voices tell you, me, I'll be with grandfather, oh, grandpa is good. Look at the car to me, I'll be here, oh. Like you'd have been there, rotten in his destiny. I'm telling you, the first, when Jesus met the disciples, first thing he said, follow me. Why didn't you say, be here, I'll come back? Let's have fellowship in your office, Matthew. You have Task collector, your office is good. He says what? Follow me. There's always a coming out. Are you hearing me? Coming out of ignorance, of environment, of situations, sometimes of even jobs. There are jobs that God now chooses for you. This job I'm doing now, let for me, I wouldn't do it. It doesn't pay. I was here praying. 
And the Lord said, the answer is with your wife. I don't know why my wife has now realized who she is. He said, the answer is with your wife. I went, I went home. The answer to which job as you, as you choose home. Imagine. The other one has the money. And this one is here. But because of ministry. And because of advancement. I had to listen to him. I went home to my wife. Asked him. Ask her. I didn't ask. God says my answer with you. I didn't, I didn't say anything. If it's with you, you say. And then she came and said. Choose this. And I chose it. So, God now starts to determine which even job, whether it pays or not, your obedience is your currency to some level of prosperity. That obedience, crazy wild obedience, everything you do in your life must be connected to the seed. If it will help the seed or not help the seed, because you are supposed to multiply the seed. How many of you are listening to me now? Look at you. When God was telling me that, hey, when are you starting Righteous Nation? The time is up. Which one of you were there? None of you was there. But how come you are here? So when he started telling me about Righteous Nation in Ghana, way back in some 2008, there about, he was looking at you and the others that would join. But I was the only one hearing. But the obedience helps people's destinies to come out. Are you catching it? So you must have obedience just because there was a seed inside you that must multiply. Other people will feed on you to realize who they are. But until you obey and allow him to now make choices for you, your life will be like everybody else. You may have the biggest house in all of Connecticut, but you are still empty. You're still empty. Can I say this? As bold as I know the Holy Spirit, I tell you this. Any pastor, woman of God, man of God, prophetess, prophet, apostle, who tells you, my work, my calling over the church is to prepare you for heaven. There's a problem. Can I be honest? Yeah. Did Jesus come to prepare the disciples for heaven? No. Then why was it that when he was ascending, they were there looking at him? You came to take us to heaven. You are ascending and we are still here and you told us, occupy till I come. Till you come for what? In my father's house are many mansions. I go and prepare you a place. That means after three months you should come. Because you use six days to even make the whole world. That's what the kingdom mansion there. Three hours where we come for us. But angel came and said, see how you saw him. Why are you so shocked? How he went is how he will come. But when he was living, wait, John 17. These are, the, this, these are the words of the prayers of Jesus. Listen to his prayer. Listen to the prayer of Jesus. And now it will help us. John 17. Start praying Jesus' prayer for us. John 17 from the NLT. After saying all these things, Jesus looked up to heaven and said, 
Father, the hour has come. Glorify your son so he can give glory back to you. Mm -hmm. For you have given him authority over everyone. Yes. He gives eternal life to each one you have given him. Yes. And this is the way to have eternal life. Mm -hmm. To know you, the only true God and Jesus Christ. Wait. To have eternal life is to know the only true, true God, God and Jesus, Jesus Christ. Christ. So as you know God and as you have received Jesus in your life, you have eternal life. Are you not in heaven? Yes. Are you, don't you get it? Every believer of Christ has received access to heaven. When you are praying and worshiping, where do you think your spirit is? In heaven. Yes. Paul said, let us come boldly before the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace in time of need. Where is the throne of grace? It's in heaven. Every Christian, every believer of Christ, you are practically living in heaven. Why am I preparing you to go where you already are in your spirit? All you need to do is to die. So that fully you are there. But there is a reason why Jesus didn't take them to heaven. I told you, heaven, kingdom of heaven, is the kingdom of God established on the earth. Whatever we are doing in the name of Jesus is connected to heaven. But there is a purpose why we are still here. How can I tell you, I am here to prepare to take you to heaven? Because I don't even know my calling. I should preach. I should prophesy. I should do one or two things. But I don't know me. How can you find you? Please. What are kind of people in my head? What are um, the way to have eternal life to know you the mm -hmm. only true God and Jesus Christ the one who sent to earth yes the one you sent to earth I brought glory to you here on earth by completing the work you gave me to do so there's work to do mm -hmm. he himself had work to do yes number one there was work yes go on now, Father, bring me into the glory we shared before the world began. Mm -hmm. I have revealed you to the ones you gave me from this world. Uh -huh. They were always yours. Uh -huh. You gave them to me, and they have kept your word. Uh -huh. Now they know that everything I have is a gift from you. So come and take them. For I have passed on to them the message you gave me. I have. Passed on to them the message. That the you gave message me. was connected to the work, and he has passed it on to them. Mm -hmm. To go into all the world and preach the gospel to the ends of the world and make disciples. Where is heaven in it? Where is heaven? So I'm preparing you to go to heaven. Be righteous. Be holy. Obey God. As in, come to church. Pray. Don't be a bad person, okay? Think positive thoughts, okay? My work is done. You are going to heaven. What are we still doing here? Do these things and then you will get to heaven. Stand before Jesus and you say, I gave you a gift. What are your works? Didn't the Bible say that our works will be the merit to our reward? What will be your works? Because the holiness you have, the righteousness you have, is by grace. Where is your works? Where are they? When they were slapping the disciples for the message they preached, they had works. Paul said, five times they beat me 39 times because of the gospel. Works. Fastings, praying, 
Traveling unto Christ is formed in the people of God. Works. Where are your works? Oh, to go to heaven. Then the moment you receive Jesus, I say, so fast. Because that's why you came. Please go on. There's a thing I'm looking for. Please just go on. Oh, my goodness. They accepted it and know that I came from you, and they believe you sent me. My prayer is not for the world, but for those you have given me, because mm -hmm. they belong to you. Mm -hmm. All who are mine belong to you, and you have given them to me. Uh -huh. So they bring me glory. Mm -hmm. Now I am departing from the world. Yeah. They are staying in this world, but I am coming no. to you. No, no. Why are they staying in this world? It's more thing. Very wicked. You are leaving us here. He says, I'm coming, but I'm leaving them in this world. So that they can sin and they will lose heaven, right? Jesus told the disciples that kingdom of heaven is amongst you. Why do you think we will come back to this earth and stay here with Jesus for a thousand years? Satan will be released again. And then there will be another judgment. And we shall be here. Bible says that I saw a new heaven and a new earth. So, finally, the day is coming where the heaven we are looking for will be manifested here on earth with Jesus, where we shall be here with him. Read your Bible. Is it written in your Bible? A new Jerusalem, a new heaven here. So, the mysterious one in the, the kingdom of God, the kingdom of all that... Bible says, it pleased the Father to dwell in the Son. We shall be here with Jesus, and he is the Father at the same time. When we are here with Jesus, finally we are in heaven. Where will the Holy Spirit be? In you and I. So I'm not preparing you to go to heaven. I am preparing you to have authority in heaven. To have a reputation in heaven. So that when they are saying now, this is your house. You know, say, hey, I'm a you. When they say, this is your crown. And you see the stars. Say, yeah. Man. Oh, Paul said, I fought the fight. Which fight? You want to go to heaven. Why are you fighting? I am not preparing you to go to heaven. Where you are, look. How, what better example? You finish it. Let me, let, Holy Spirit will give me a good example. Finish reading it. Holy Father, you have given me your name. Now protect them by the power of your name so that they will be united just as we are. During my time here, I protected them by the power of the name you gave me. I guarded them I guarded them so not so that not one was lost except for one headed for destruction as the oh, yes. scriptures foretold. They are always around. Now I am coming to you. He I is told, coming. I told them many things while I was with them in this <laughs> world so they would be filled with my joy. Uh -huh. I have given them your word and the world hates them because they do not belong to the world. They don't as, belong to the world. Just as I do not belong to the world. But we are still here. Go on. I am not asking you to take them out of the world, ah. but to keep them safe from the evil one. No, 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 no. I am not asking you to do what? Take them out of the world. But we don't belong to the world. So why are you still not asking the Father to take us out? 
was work to do. There was work. There was a message. There was a mandate. And there was a vision. Until we are in it, one day we will still depart. But what will you have to show for? I was the chief usher. Really? Really? I told you what I do. You know what I do? I did these decorations. I'm a decorator in the church. Brought these lighting systems and all that. So I'm a lighting engineer. I play keyboard. I'm a keyboardist. I record the sound and convert it to the podcast. I'm a sound engineer. You understand? I vacuum this place, arrange the chairs. Sometimes you come and there's a different arrangement. I'm a beautiful usher. All these windows, I clean them. See, a lot of th- things I'm doing. Why am I preaching? Why am I a pastor? And you are there comfortably doing one or two things and think you, are, you have achieved a purpose and a will of God. You'll be shocked. You will be shocked. Oh, I put the scriptures on the screen. I'm a... <laughs> I have enough works. I have joined the women, men fellowship, whatever fellowship. I'm a Sunday school teacher. I've made an impact. Really? You will be surprised. The question is, which screen? Go back into the world and bring me the screen. Is this what? Yeah, then you'll be there. <laughs> oh, really? Jesus, when they started writing the nation, there was nobody. I was there warming the seats. I'm a warmer. Seat warmer. Thou faithful warmer. Come to my right hand. Really? Yeah. So you now you realize that you stand before Jesus. And you have gotten some heaven, but then you will see me. You remember the preaching? I'm fine. See my mansion. May it never be like that. May we all celebrate in heaven together. Amen. Yeah, read, read Revelation. You'll be surprised the heaven we are talking about. Honestly. Honestly. Your works are your heaven. Your works for Christ. Those are your heaven. Otherwise, you stand before him. Now you know say, hey, this place I am there. I don't have a room. Because you realize the kind of gate that was in you. You will see it. You'll be shocked. May it never happen to us. Honestly. <laughs> I am not saying I take them from the world. I'm not saying take them from the world. That's what Jesus said. 
So why will I rather tell you I'm here to help you when you go out of the world, you are going to heaven. You are there. Can I show you one thing more? Let me show you that you are already in heaven. Let me describe. Ah, uh, yeah, there, there. Um, Hebrews chapter 12. Start from verse 18. Let me show you presently where you are in the realms of the spirit. Hebrews 12. Shoot to my enemy and Hebrews chapter 12, verse 18. Mm-hmm. You have not come to a physical <laughs> You haven't come to a physical mountain. To a place of flaming fire, mm-hmm. darkness, gloom, and wind, wind, whirlwind as the Israelite did at Mount Sinai. That is not where we are. Continue for me. For they heard an awesome trumpet blast and uh-huh. a voice so terrible that they begged God to stop speaking. Oh, yeah. They staggered back under God's command. Yeah. If even an animal touches the mountain, it must be stoned to death. Mm. Moses himself that was, was Mount Sinai. <clears throat> Moses himself was so frightened at the sight that mm-hmm. he said, I am terrified and trembling. Yeah, he said in shock. Yeah. <laughs> is that is that, that heavy you want to go? Let's, where, where are we? Show show us the map of our spiritual location, priests. Priests. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no, you have come to Mount Zion. You have come to Mount Zion. You have come to Mount Zion. You will come to Mount Zion. They say you will come to. No, we are when you die, this is where you will come. No. Oh, we are planning on you coming. No, he said you have come. He was yeah. talking to Christians, believers of Christ. You have come to Mount Zion. Show us. To the city of the living God. The city of the living God. Is that not heaven? Yes. Where God is, that is heaven. Yes. You have come there to the city of the living God. Uh huh. The heavenly Jerusalem. The heavenly Jerusalem. That is our heaven. Yes. And to the countless thousands of angels in a joyful gathering. We are there. Spiritually. That's where we are. Countless angels. The city of the living God. <laughs> Who again is there? People are there, please. Angels. Angels. Uh-huh. Oh, you have to keep up. You have come to the assembly of God's firstborn children. Assembly of God's firstborn children. Yes. Do you know the firstborn children? I'll see Abraham. <laughs> you will know. Let's go. First born children, you will know. Let's go. You have come to God. No. Huh? Yeah. That's you have come right. to. You have come to God Himself. God Himself is there. Wait, did I skip? No, I skipped something. Yeah. You have come to the assembly of God's first children, uh-huh. whose names are written in heaven. Uh-huh. You have come to God himself, who is the judge over all things. Uh-huh. You have come to the spirits of the righteous ones in heaven who have now been made perfect. Those are the firstborns. Ah. Who are the righteous? Every believer of Christ who died. You see, first, you know, the Bible said Jesus is the firstborn of the dead, the only begotten. Now, he is not the only begotten. He is the first begotten. We are all begotten with Jesus. Amen. 
So he was like, our senior brother, we are all with you now. But the, tw- the disciples, the 12 of them, not minus uh, Judas, who, because they replaced Judas. Okay? They were the first fathers, the custodians of the new faith. So they called them firstborns. That's why there are 12, uh, 12 gates that describes heaven, and each one of them represents the disciples, and then also the 12 tribes. Okay? But these disciples have become foundation gates. Because had they not hold on, we wouldn't have been here. And they are there. And we are there with them. That's why you can see visions of Paul more, of Moses more. You can see their visions. Because you are there. When you pray now, determinedly and tell God, I want to see Paul. You will see Paul. Because spiritually you are there. So why am I preparing you to go back there? When you are in U.S. and I come and tell you, look, I can help you. Uh, I can help you. Then anytime you go to Ghana, you can still come back. And then go ask them. You have your visa, you have your document. Whatever you go to, you can still come back because you are here. So physically we are in the world. Spiritually we are there. Anytime we are moving to work, doesn't mean we have left. And I'm telling you, I'm preparing you to go back there. Like, it doesn't make sense. That means me and I don't know what I'm doing. I have said that thing before. Somebody asked me, why do you preach? It was a youth meeting. I was the youth pastor, powerhouse. That answer I gave was a beautiful answer, and the youth leader really recommended me for that. But later I read that, hey, my cancer phone. I said, Jesus called the church his bride. We are preparing the bride to meet the groom. Jesus is the groom. He's coming, like he said in the Bible, I'm coming for a bride that is what? Spotless and um, without blemish. So it means that we are preparing the people to meet Jesus. Oh. First John chapter 4 verse 4. You are really going to meet Jesus. First John chapter 4, verse 4. First John chapter 4, verse 4. Uh-huh. But you belong to God. My dear children. My dear children. You have already won a victory over, over those people because the spirit who lives in you is greater than the spirit who lives <laughs> in the world. Amen. Who is the Holy Spirit? Same Jesus. Same God. Are you not hearing me? Greater you see that the kingdoms will tell you. Greater you see that is in you. So I'm not preparing to go and meet Jesus. If you answer your call, you are working with Jesus. Paul said we are laborers together with him. But on the day of rapture, where we shall meet him in the sky, it's not because he was far away we are now going to meet him. It's a manifestation to the world. If rapture happens and you meet Jesus up there, you shouldn't be surprised. Why? They that are led by the Spirit of God are the sons of God. Are you hearing me? You have been working with him, talking with him, moving with him. In in him I live and move and have my being. We know each other. Meet him in the air. It's just to show the world. We told you, you didn't hear. We are going to mock the world. For example, you know me. 
Okay, I'm pastor, and I'm t- I told you I have to go, I have to travel. I have a missions work to do in India for five years. Whilst I was in India, we are still talking, communicating, doing WhatsApp videos. Sometimes you do it, I'll say hi to the church. And one day you come and meet me at the airport. Did you, do you know me already? But now you are seeing me like me near we are hugging and we are happy. Just to show that look, it's a, it's a little gesture, but we know each other. I was in Ghana, my wife was here. I pick up from the airport, we hug and like, yeah, but yakasa, yakasa. All So it's not anything mysterious. Don't you understand? Already, some of you might have even seen Jesus in a vision already. Like he has spoken to you here and there. So to meet him finally is like, ha. Ah, don't you get it? Number one, he shows us his, he has showed us his glory already. When you move in the calling, like the Holy Spirit will bring these details, showing me his glory. Yes, I will remove one more. Will you now say, hey, Jesus, is that your eyes? No, 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 no. No, no, no. You just rejoice because all these unnecessary sufferings are over. All those who doubted us. You see? I will give you pastors according to my heart who will feed you. Uh, things come into your mind. So, details of the Spirit, what did I say? The Holy Spirit is here to help you and I to multiply the seed that has been planted in us and through us. Let's read a few scriptures and then we can get out of here. Hey, do you know one sign that your scent has changed? When I'm saying I'm almost done and you are saying, no, we can't close. Say, hey, their scent has changed. Their taste has changed. Their smell has changed. But when I say I'm almost done, I'm, I'm reading another scripture, and you're like, hey, almost done, uh, five, five minutes, ten minutes, your scent hasn't changed. You are thinking, oh, I have to go to work today. We are all working tomorrow morning. Nobody, nobody is staying home, except, except Jace. We are, all, we are all going to work. Don't you understand? But your scent has changed. You have been empty from one vessel to the other. You were like, look, tell us everything the Spirit told you. Oh, my name is fake, is that? What about what I had a barber in Ghana, okay? He attended a lighthouse chapel. And I had a program. Some students invited me, Winiba. So he said, oh, I'll go. Because was, he was cutting my hand. He said, give me a good cut because I'm going to have a program. So he said, where? So Winiba here. He said, oh, can I come? I said, you can come. He left the shop, gave to someone. And then he came. As he was, he knew I was a pastor, 
but he never knew me in my manifestations. So, normal, normal, normal times. Ministration is going on. I hadn't even preached yet. The whole place was fired up. As I was about to climb up the platform to now try to preach, I saw him coming with his arms open. I should lay hands on him. Hey, he has believed something. When we get, went back, he started spreading the news. See this man? And then they will see me and they are saying things. And now we are greeting them and they are giving different respect. I'm like, what is going on here? What is it? What is it? Then they said, oh, this guy said a lot about the <laughs> whatever you want to do. And he had the burning heart to serve God. That's what I'm trying to say. His scent changed. Yeah. His scent changed. At the same time we were talking, he was boasting about, you know, like hey, our church, our church. I'm like, ah, look, I know you're a man of God. I know him. He is also my special, so don't worry. I understand. But he'll be boasting, boasting. Now he changed the boasting too. <laughs> Your scent must change, people of God. Scent must change. Your scent must change. Why, why are you, why are you too, too time conscious? Because you're, you are too, you are too relaxed and you're like, you know, you told us that the thing is 11. We have been trying to respect these things and now you're telling us that we should do what? Why is there some man of God these days? That's why we don't follow you all. Because you, you don't stick to certain things. Seriously. Ask my wife, what time I, I have to leave the house? <laughs> The most painful thing when the alarm goes off. Amen. Jeremiah 30, 19. Jeremiah 30, 19. 3, 0. 30. Please, I'm, 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 I'm an American. Listen, my accent, please, don't be too Ghanaian like that. <laughs> Jeremiah 30, 19. Sure, you were Mr. Levy. What did you say? I said, ah, I said what you heard. Sure, if I repeat to myself, the salary will change. My bow accent, I will say, what did I say? <laughs> Jeremiah chapter 30, verse 19. Yes. There will be joy and songs of thanksgiving, mm -hmm. and I will multiply my people, not diminish them. I will honor them, not despise them. Um, K K KJV. KJV. You see, God is interested in your multiplication. That's what we are driving at. Everything he has put in you is for your multiplication. And I'm giving you just a few scriptures for you to understand that it is what it is like that. Jeremiah 30, 19. Yes, ma'am. And out of them shall proceed thanksgiving and mm -hmm. the voice of them that make merry. And I will multiply them, and mm -hmm. they shall not be few. I will multiply them, and they shall not be few. So God is interested in multiplying and not just being few. You know what he told me one day? He says, when you preach, see beyond the number. Because that's what you see will come. Amen. Multiplication. That's why I preach like I'm preaching to many people. 
Look at the number. I shouldn't be screaming and doing all those things. But I'm, I'm seeing beyond you. I've been like that since Ghana. I'm seeing beyond the numbers. Amen. I'm speaking to a lot of people. Praise God. Yeah. The, post, the podcast is in about 14 countries. I told her, when you are worshiping 14 countries, people in 14 countries are listening to you. Amen. <laughs> Multiplication. People have never seen with my eyes. And the ones we shall see with our eyes will be, he says, I will multiply them. Amen. They shall not be few. Yes. Whatever God has put in you, it is not for you to just maintain and just do few things. No. Big, that's why I say it is bigger than you. God himself said, I want to multiply. But you know, ready mind and available heart. Is it there? Put in actions. Yes. Let God be ready to move and multiply. Something, that's why now, when you are doing it, he's adding more. Maybe your calling is a teacher. But now you realize that, Charlie, you have taken this teaching thing, person about, let me add prophetic. He'll be like, hey, God is like, look, look, this teaching thing, has taken, she has taken it as a walk-up. Add prophetic. Then you start seeing small, small flies in the spirit. It's, hey, Wow. And then you are moving. You are moving and say, hey, prophetic in the crowd will say more. Another level. Because you've, you've made the whole thing, you've, you make Jesus feel like coming back on earth to start preaching again. That's what you're talking about. Somebody who is wild with it. Not when you are using the Jesus to be like, Baba. Yeah, you are sure saying, you man's gift, you know. Or the gift that we've been going, we are, we are, we are. Hey, somebody with a gift. How many books do you read? How many books are you reading? How many messages do you listen to? How many hours have you been able to listen to the same message five times before? Hey, you want to multiply? God wants to multiply you. But are you ready? One message. Sometimes, look, if I can be listening to a message and I'm praying with a message, it can go like five times. Sometimes you will listen. Let's say the message is two hours. I got five minutes to finish, but I'm saying, ah, he said something, I missed it. I will go back, start it again. You listen to one message, what You want to grow. Multiplication is available, but you have to exercise your spirit. Listen to messages, part one, part two, part three, part four, part five, part seven. And you were like, ah, I forgot part three. You go back. <laughs> How many books do you have? Are you reading? That's my wife. I told her last week. I was, look, some books I bought, I have to leave them in Ghana. I wanted them in e-books. I contacted a pastor here who is from the church that the amount of God's books I'm looking for. And the pastor told me, okay, the e-books, let me see. Let me check. After now, I've not heard from him. Then I remember I have a friend in Ghana. I was buying books from him. He's also a pastor of the church. So I, call, I sent him a message. I said, I'm looking for these books. I want all of them. He said, okay, sometimes it's difficult, but let me try Within last week, I got over 90 books. 
e-books. I am interested. Ask my wife. A whole tablet. I gave it to her. Samsung tablet. Long one. I gave it to her with loaded books. No, no, no. What I'm saying is this. I, 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 I want to give you an idea. Like, you've, you've got to... I bought, I bought... Are you here? I bought a little tablet because I had a tablet. And I wanted a small portable one that, you know, quickly you can just cross your leg and read books. I bought it. I put books on it. And God told me, this tablet is not for you. Give to this person. He was an elder. So I said, okay. Which books will be relevant for him? I put the books that will be relevant for him and gave him the tablet with the books. The next time I heard, not the man again. Jimmy. The man again, man again, as well, say, no. With all the books. See how people can be very stupid. If God doesn't use some people up to a certain level, they shouldn't blame any witch. Oh, Jimmy. Jimmy said, Who would your government will get? You know how women do you handle these gadgets? Some of you are not very good. What's that? That thing is gone. With all the books. Some of you, you only read when you want to sleep. What three lines Mercy. Look, can you read the whole Bible and understand it? No. But when you are listening to scriptures, uh, to, to preachings, there are scriptures that are mentioned and some one or two revelations are given. Then you are learning. Sometimes uh, I listen to preachings don't even, and I don't know, relevant to my calling. But there are some scriptures that will pop up and I'm like, hey, this is mighty. Are you hearing me? Yeah. How many hours a day? 24 hours. Would they, would they just use two pair, two hours a day for messages? Is it hard? That's not hard. When you go and sit on, on the toilet, open ebook, read something. You get it? What the toilet is so? Read something. You are at work, lunchtime. Some, read, read, just read three lines and use the rest for call. Make your calls. But at least I'm talking to you, laughing with you, but may not three lines. Oh, may read it three lines in the dream. At least I've done something. And then the Holy Spirit will start dropping revelations in your spirit. Don't forget, he's also called the spirit of revelation. The revelation aspect of him, you must have it. The knowledge aspect of him, there are seven of them. I shared them here and we prayed them. Do you remember? The seven spirits. Huh. My wife is doing this. Seven spirits of God. The spirit of the fear of the, the spirit of the Lord. Uh-huh. Discernment. Knowledge womb, understand womb. Well, when did I say discernment? Hey. Mercy. Everybody. And guess what? They are all in the podcast. Something we even pray. And I told you, keep praying them. You see how it is. And then you go and tell the Holy Spirit. Why is it that this thing is hard in my life? <laughs> no, you should be hard for me. Eh? 
Isaiah 11. That's where the thing is. Isaiah 11. Start from verse 1. That's where the thing is. This is Isaiah 11. Mention all of them. From 1, yes. Start from 1. Which one do you have? Is it NLT? Whatever version is there. Just use NLT to make it simple for you. Okay. But any version is fine. Isaiah chapter 11. Out of the stump of David's family will grow a shoot. A shoot. Yes, a new branch bearing fruit from the old root. Talking about Jesus. And the spirit of the Lord will rest on number him. Number one is what? The spirit of wisdom and understanding. That's number two and three. Wisdom the, and understanding. Uh -huh. The spirit of counsel and might. Four and five. The spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. Six and seven. A four and five, six and seven. They are seven, right? Yeah. What else? Asa? These are the spirits. And they are all what the Holy Spirit can be to you and must be to you when you answer your call. And that's why we pray them, now let these things enter me. So you must walk through all these. Hey, you want multiplication of the gift and then your present, the, his presence. It starts from here. Details of the spirit. Now, let's go back to what we were talking about. These things are, are available. You see, God has blessed you in righteous nation. Information, Mukurano. So, we did Jeremiah 30, 19, right? He says, I will multiply you and you shall not be few. Jeremiah 33, 22. Jeremiah 33, 22. Details of the spirit on multiplication of your seed is what? Jeremiah chapter 33, verse 22. Oh, yes. And as the stars of the sky cannot be counted. And as the stars of the sky, sky cannot be counted. What is that? Oh, better. I better need to eat. Oh, Michael. It happened, no. Two people were emceeing a program. One was standing like this. With the microphone and the other, the MC was talking. All we heard in the sound, we Jim. Hey, people are doing things. Oh, microphone. Jeremiah 33:22. And as the stars of the sky cannot be counted, cannot be counted, and the sand on the seashore cannot be measured, and the sand of the seashore cannot be what measured, measured. So I will multiply the descendants of my So I will multiply the descendants of. <laughs> so I'll multiply the descendants of my servant David. How was the multiplication? More than the stars you cannot count and the sand. God is interested in multiplication. But you can't pray for multiplication if you haven't identified the seed. What is it going to multiply you with? Magic? No. Abracabra, cabra. What do you say? It. Abracabra, abracabra, cabra. Abracadabra. And then multiplication. Really? Really? 
Abacadabra. Abra. Cadabra. Abracadabra. You are praying, God, multiply me. And you'll be like, Abracadabra. You see multiplication. Abracadabra. Abracadabra. Adabraca. Adabraca. Where is the seed for the multiplication? Where is it? It's inside you with a lot of gobe on it. Hey! It's inside you with a lot of what's happening on Instagram. Yeah. Hey, TikTok crab Hey. You may say, oh, but what about you might see the small? Yeah, you are the best. He says, if you have faith as the seed of what? The mustard seed. You start from something. Sometimes you are even an apostle, but you start as a pastor. It's a heavy thing. And then you are realizing one or two things and you are growing. I don't know why. What are you waiting for? Waiting for a new angel to come and stand before you. And say, hi. I'm the angel of your apostleship. Really? It doesn't work like that. Not everybody gets it. Not everybody. Oh, yes. Not everybody. But people wish they are hearing these things. Some have wasted their time. Some are about to waste their time. Some don't even know they have time. What, what are you doing? God wants to multiply. Look at David. I will multiply his descendants. Like you cannot count the stars and can't count the sand. Because David had the seed. You have a seed. Go to the Abraham. I will multiply your seed. There is a seed. And then he gave that to Ishmael with Hagar. And God said, that is not the seed. But because you brought it, it's part of the, it's coming from you, so I have to bless it. And then the angel told Hagar, your son will be great, but he shall be against men, and men shall be against him. Why? He is a bad seed. The Ishmaelites, where do we have the Muslims coming out from? They are all wrong seed. He said men shall be, a, look, the Ishmaelites, they were hated, and they were wicked, but they were rich, because they were connected to Abraham. But they were wrong seed. So sometimes you might be doing something, it looks like it is good, but it's a wrong seed. This is not the seed I talked to you about, Abraham. The seed is between you and Sarah. When Isaac came, he said, hey, this is the seed. So you have a seed inside you, and you are trying to make God multiply the wrong seed. Are you getting it? You are trying to make God multiply some wrong seed. But that seed inside you, your calling, if you start working towards it, you realize that it has so many branches that are about to grow and be a blessing. You get it? I never thought that time will come where professors will be sitting, I'll be talking, they'll be writing. Hey! 
And it's like every word I say, they want to write. So now I have to like really, really slow down. God is good. Yeah. Should we close? Oh, please. John 15, verse 16. Almost done. Opening your eyes on the multiplication, then we are done. I won't say the second one. Second will be next week if Jesus starts. John 15, 16. 16. John 15, chapter 15, verse 16. 16. John chapter 15, verse 16. You didn't choose me. I chose you. I appointed you to go and produce lasting fruit so that the Father will give you whatever you ask for using my name. Amen. So whatever you are asking for will come after you have produced fruit, lasting fruit from the seed. Some pray do one more. The answer will never come. Because we haven't done some fruitfulness. And the fruit, fruit you have to bear must be what? Lasting. Multiply. Anything that is lasting means it has multiplied several times. It's lasting. Amen. You haven't done it and you are praying some prayers. I said, do I am mad that? You may think God is not listening. No. You have missed the principle. You bear lasting fruit and then you ask me things. Yeah. There are some things I am asking and they are not coming because I haven't done some one or two things until I do those at that level. Then I can have answers. And I understand this. I'm not even fighting about it. I'm like, Papa, I'm going to and I'm, I'm trying. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I'm trying. Yes. You know what program God told me when I was working today? Prayer crusade. It's a call my people to prayer. You know that kind of prayer? It's not a time for yummy. No, 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 no. Prayer of the seed. Prayer crusade. And I'm preparing. We will do it. Prayer crusade. Where we are praying and it's all connected to what God wants us to do. Praying non-stop hours. If people can find if they don't come, it's up to them. But me have, I will be. Oh, yes. Look for somewhere big and do it. Because we need space. Praise God. Hallelujah. I, you didn't choose me, right? He says, but I... Chose you. That's Jesus. So you, don't you like it that you've been chosen? So what are you doing with the, your, your, your being chosen? Do you know how many people wanted the president to choose them and give them some positions in the government? But he chose different people and other people got mad. He didn't choose me. Didn't I help you in a campaign? Why did you choose me? But you have been chosen. Without works, he has chosen you. So that you can bear works. Why are there works? Because you have not moved into it. You are wasting time. I'm telling you, anything that short secures my calling, I don't have time. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I don't have time. I don't have time. Imagine you have a farm that needs weeding, and then you leave your farm. And then go and stand in somebody's from who is weeding. And then you are laughing. Hey, you can weed though. Wow. Let me tell you a story. Not knowing that the more you are talking with the person, 
than what the person is reading. And you have left your, uh-uh. I will only come and help you read if I will learn something from your family. Are you getting it? I must come and learn something and I go and add, you know, some one or two things to help me with my family. But just come and talk with you as you read. It, is, it doesn't make sense. But people like it. People like it. They like to waste their, their gifts. Acts 19, verse 17 to verse 20. Acts 19, 17 to 20. Chapter 19. Acts 19, go. Verse 17 to 20. The story of what happened spread quickly among spread quickly all through Ephesus. Uh-huh. So Jews and Greeks alike. To Jews and Greeks alike. A solemn fear. Is it the right? Is it the right thing? Choose use KJV. That's why we need versions, translations, because sometimes they, <laughs> yeah, they throw you off. Thank you, Lord. Acts 19, verse 17. And this was known to all the Jews and Greeks also dwelling at Ephesus. They were all staying at Ephesus. Well, something happened there, yes. And fear fell on, on them all. Seriously. And the name of the Lord Jesus was magnified. Yes. And many that believed came and confessed and shewed their deeds. Yes. Many of them also which used curious art brought their books together and yeah. burned them before all Those who men. were chanting and all that calling, you know, they all brought them to come and burn and they counted the price of them and mm -hmm. found it 50,000 pieces 50, of silver. 50,000 dollars worth of books. So, hey. so mightily grew the word of God and prevailed. So mightily grew the word of God and prevailed. So growing and prevailing is multiplication. Not just growing, but it is prevailing. Fight it through, through obstacles. It multiplies. And that is you and I. He wants us to do the same thing. Grow, prevail. It's multiplication. It takes work. Oh. I'm telling you, for God to use you as work, as work, intentionally, as work. Why do you think he said, give thyself wholly to these things, that your profiting may appear to all? Why do you give yourself to all these things? Give thyself and put your energy, everything into it. It's work. It's work. But each and every day that you are not in it, you are losing the mark. From the day you had to now, whenever you are not conscious and putting yourself into it, it's a problem. I wake up every day looking at my phone. If someone would text me, guess what I get? Junk mails. Oh. Foolish emails. From people I don't even know. That are not even people. Scammers. Yeah. Wake up every day. Look at my phone. Who is testing me? I'm ready. Who is testing me? Who is testing me, Pastor John? I'm ready. Who is even testing Pastor John? I'm so much ready. I won't even be your assistant. 
Nobody. 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 How can you be shy? Why shall you shy? If you shy, shy, why shall you shy? Are they we? Are we them? Why shall we shy? If you shy, shy, how can you shy? Jesus said something. If you are shy before me, you are shy of me before people. I will also be shy of you before my father and his angels. So shy there, it is a demon. Don't, don't walk with it. Yeah. yeah, I wake up every day waiting for a love letter. When somebody says, Pastor John, I love to worship God with you. I love for a training. I am ready. Even when you say good morning, you only get like. Only people who say good morning back. Just say, oh, they'll cry, they'll always good morning, you know. John, I'm sorry. Only those who send me good morning back now, personally, I'll be sending you the good morning. You respect my time. I will send you personal good mornings. How can you say good morning? I love you all, and you put love and like there. Am I Instagram? Do I look like Instagram? Do I look like a, a post on, on social media? Hey! Imagine. Jesus will give you a visitation in, your, in a vision. Give you a message and like, Jesus, thumbs up. T.L. Osborne, have you heard of him before? He preached the whole world and retired at age 50 and worked on his farm. Powerful man. Jesus appeared to him. His wife was there. When he came up from the room, his wife knew the man has changed. And he said, now I know what to do. And then she turned to Jesus. Jesus, we are married. Show yourself to me too. Now he knows what to do. I don't know what I should do. Oh, Jesus. Do you know when Jesus, Jesus appeared to her? After 30 years. Yeah. But she said, within that years, she knew what to do. She said, we are married. If my husband knows what to do, I must learn what he's, he knows. Let's do it together. And when now, after 30 years, she has matured, Jesus appeared. And it's not like he appeared to apologize. Oh, I'm sorry, Daisy. Osborne, I should have appeared to 30 years. No, no, no. He appeared as if he has been appearing to her many times. Came and said, now you have more work to do. <laughs> hey! You must prevail. You must grow. Last scripture. This is where you should say, oh... Hey. <laughs> it's the last scripture though. Isaiah 60, 22. Fake in your mouth. Some of you, some of you look like the junk mail scammers, you know. The way I saying oh no. It it it, it, it smells like a junk mail. I will report you to spam. <laughs> Isaiah 60, 22. Are you there? Shoot it. Isaiah 60, 22. Mm. Okay, Isaiah chapter 60, verse 22. This is NLT. Oh, my goodness, Mr. I'm trying to answer the smallest family will become a thousand people and the tiniest group will become hey. a mighty nation. Did you hear that? Mm -hmm. The what? The smallest, smallest family. The smallest 
family, family will become a thousand people. Will become a thousand people. Multiplication. Yes. Righteous nation. Hey. Amen. And and uh, and the tiniest group will become a mighty nation. Tiniest group will become a mighty nation. Yes. What is the name of this place? Righteous, Righteous nation. See, God was very wise when He was giving the name, and He told me, He said, "You will start as a church, move and make it a family, and then make it a nation." That's what He told me. That's what He told me. That's what He told me. Amen. Yeah. Small family is becoming a thousand multiplication, and a tiny group is doing what? nation. These are the works of the Holy Spirit. Amen. If you allow him, let the seed work. Jesus said, out of your belly shall flow. Rivers of living water. It's inside you. People's healings are in you. What are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? Prayer, prayer now, talk to God. I will not give you a prayer topic. Whatever is on your heart concerning this message, talk to God. Pray, pray now, pray. Pray, move, move in, move in, move in, move in, move in. Move in, move in. You can even cry to him. You can hold him and say, hey, like Jacob said, I will not let you go. Help me him. With the seed you have put in me. I don't want to waste time, Lord. I don't want to waste time. I don't want to waste time. May I not cause you anger because I'm wasting time. Because I'm wasting time. May I not grieve you, Holy Spirit. May I not grieve you. No grieving. Grieve not the Spirit of God. Let me not cause you. I want you to look at me and 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 be happy that I am working with the seed you put in me. Oh yes, seeds you planted in me and other seeds you planted through me, I'm ready for all of them. Ready for all of them. Why am I yearning to grow in other things but not in your things? Oh, no. It can't happen. Water the seed, Lord. Water it. Connect me to the right environment. The right person. The right people. Connect me to the right soil that this seed will grow and will multiply throughout the land. Father, I want to burn and I will burn and I will burn and people will come and see this fire. Oh, yes. John Wesley said, if the minister will burn, people will come and see the fire. With your baptism of fire, 
Let's set this land aflame. Oh, yes. A small family becomes a thousand. A tiny group becomes a mighty nation. Because they found your seed and they work with it. Father, grow the seed. My mind is ready. My heart is willing to exercise my spirit unto what you've called me to. It will be hard. But those who keep their lives not wanting to give to you, they lose it. But those who lose it because of you, oh, they get it more because they multiply. I want to multiply just to please you. Jesus, thank you for not taking the disciples with you when you were leaving, but you left them here as pace setters. Thank you for the Holy Spirit. A charge to keep I have. A God to glorify. And never dying so. <laughs> and keep it fit for the master's use. Always ready for you. When I am getting lazy. Let your fire burn me up. When I feel tired and I'm giving excuses, your word that is sharper than any two-edged sword, make it rise in me. When I'm losing the direction, let the angels come and message me up. Let your Holy Spirit lead, teach, and guide. Because I believe in what you've called me for. Like Jesus said, all those you gave me, I kept and grew them for you, except those who were determined to lose their souls. Father, bring me more. And I will fulfill my calling. Bring me more. And I will keep showing them what you sent me to show the nations. Oh yes, Lord. Jesus, you had a team. You called the team and they moved with you and multiplied. I'm ready for the team, Lord. Yes, I am. Thank you. Thank you. I am ready for the apostles. I am ready for the pastors. They were not pastors, but you called them. And you made them apostles. And Father, you told me, and that is my motto, not looking for those who are already made. Looking for those who want to be made. 
and I'm ready. You told me years ago, let my outcast dwell with you, O Moab. I remember the scripture you give me many times. Bring them in, Lord. I declare, thou mighty angels, open the gates. Let the people of God come in. And Father, I will do with the team as you will. And I will do with your people as you will. I will not look for the prophet as you told me. I'll look for the results. I give myself wholly. Oh, yes. Now the nation shall be healed. Father, we are spreading through the city. Spreading through this land. Oh, yes. As I be said, in the city of East Hartford, so mightily grew the word and prevailed. We will spread it and the entire state will have a revival for Christ. I see them up, Lord. I see it. It is so clear. It is a war. And we are the warriors. Sharpen swords, we are ready. Glory. And we shall possess this mountain for the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Amen and amen. God bless you. One time in a church, Lighthouse Chapel, something happened there. You know, when the Holy Spirit arrests you or like he wants to advance you, he leads you to make some public declarations. Like what he just made me do. This man of God was preaching to the church and told them, now pray every weakness in you. Call it out that the Lord should help you. And then the Holy Spirit did something with him. In the microphone, they recorded the tape because always they recorded their messages. Someone told me, I thought the person was lying. I was at a conference and Bishop Doug himself said it. As they were praying, he started mentioning his own weakness. He said, oh God, when I see about us, Oh, God. Hey, they were laughing at him. I'm telling you, now he's a mighty man. <laughs> yeah. So sometimes the Holy Spirit will lead you to make these, some declarations that you would have done in, in, in private. Yeah. Like what he was making me say here. It's private matter. But it's a reason. It's part of the fourth dimension. Have I taught you fourth dimension? When you grow small, I will... I will I will teach you the third dimension and the fourth dimension, what we do there. Okay, I will teach you. You, you when you grow small. Since you have no food, you know. do a year. Then you go to dinner. God bless you. Any questions before we take our communion?
Yes, what's your question? It might, okay, no problem. How do we identify what the seed is? It's very easy, like I said. The commonest ground is you start as a pastor. A pastor is a shepherd. All right? So you start on the shepherding. Where you're preaching, learning messages, preaching to people, caring for them. Um, ministering to whoever you're connected to, that, you know, and other things. As you are doing it, and then you are growing. You know the disciples, they were like pastors with Jesus. He would send them two by two. He would tell them, what are we feeding the people with? What, what, where is food? They would go and look for food. Shepherding, pastoral. He says, go. When the family receives you, bless them. If they don't receive you, dust off your feet. Curse them, go. Shepherding, pastoring. And then they came fully into the apostleship. You see? So there's always that pastoral level. Pastoral level is shepherding. Where now you have things that are assigned to you to do in the church. Those things are assigned to you. You are a pastor over those things. And then the people connected to that thing, you are a pastor over them. You get it? So it can even come that now as a pastor, you are starting a cell. Or um, like they have this the internet church. They have internet churches about churches. Other things where you have a preaching, a voice to preach to people to preach to. And as you are doing it, then your eyes are opening. And then you will realize that, oh, there's a prophetic. Some people start throughout as prophetic because that is how God wanted them to be. Some started as pastors and they realized that, oh, prophetic is coming. Some started as evangelists straight out. And they realized that, oh, they, they are even pastors. So they started pastoring churches. And evangelists mostly don't pastor churches. <laughs> so the, the commonest ground is shepherding. You say, I'll give you pastors who will feed you. So you become a pastor and you start feeding people with knowledge and understanding. The feeding will go on. And they realize that you are not just now feeding them, but there was a healing to the feeding. He has added healing to your pastoral thing. Then it is growing. So sometimes it will take you like four or five years and realize that, wow, you have to be sent to, to do something with the, with the ministry of God. Then you are linked to apostleship. <sighs> so don't be too confused. The commonest ground is a pastoral. Where there is, you feed, you feed yourself and then you feed the people of God. And then you are like, give me things to do. Give me people, give me. And then you have become creative too. You are like, ah, I don't have to really be on the puppet before. I can go out, my car is my church. Bring one or two people, bring them here. When we close and we go, I call them. You see the message that came, I am re-chewing it with you. And then you are chewing the message with them again. Bible says, and God gave the command, the word. Great was the multitude that accompanied it. So everybody was taking their part. Hey, he said this, so let's do this. This is the message God gave us. So now, you attend, now, now, now let's pray. This message, yeah, let's pray. May we be fruitful in this message. So the two, three people you were inviting to church, you have become a pastor over them, feeding them, bringing them to church. You know, some, some will even get buses. 
but your car is a good, whatever. It starts from there. And God says that, ah, you are faithful in little. Let us make her faithful in much. Give her much to do. Because she's ready. It starts from there. But when you are now on the pathway and you are still dry, what are you doing? Dry as in, who are you shepherding? Whom are you feeding? It's nobody. You are getting fed. You become a fatted cow. Have you seen a fatted cow? What the form team? On she has you, what the form? <laughs> we have those who are falling. You can raise them up. But those who are friends with the ground, <laughs> fatted cow. So that's how it starts. Common ground is pastoral. Where you are feeding. Yeah, just do the feed. And you are praying. Going after souls and inviting. And hey, sometimes you go to your sleep and say, I'm waiting for you. When you wake up, we go. We have done all these things. I've passed through ring. Go and call people to come to church. And it wasn't my church. Uh-huh. But what we are doing is this, this, this pastoring. I called them one by one, went to their house. My, I was soaked in water. Rain. Brought them into the church. Preached. Blessed them. I went back home. I crammed war. I ate a lot. Oh, a lot of things. Yeah. And then, see that, hey, my eyes are opening so much more. Some visions are coming. You are not a prophet. But I realize that you are prophesying. Because it's just added. Yeah. So the commonless ground, if you are confused, cry the commonless ground. The disciples, that's how Jesus added them. He started feeding them. Then he told them, go and now feed others. Now as he was living, he says, make disciples. Now you are apostles. He says, go and make disciples. As I, Jesus, I made the disciples. And then they started the apostleship thing. Yeah. So you can't be confused at all. There's always a common ground. It's always, it's very simple. Yeah. A- any more questions? I, I want, I want questions. Are, are you very clear? Are you very clear? Yeah. 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 Any more, any more? <laughs> any more? I want questions. Questions. Bring, bring in questions, please. Please. <laughs> Who is this? No more questions. Are you here? All right. You have the communion. You know what we do when we have the communion? Yeah. Make demands. Ask something from the blood and the body of Christ. Pray for strength. As Jesus was able to make it. Ask that strength in the blood and the body. You can make it. Oh, yes. He was tempted with all temptations. And the Bible says he never failed once. I received that strength and wisdom that Jesus never failed in the temptations from the one the devil gave him for 40 days and 40 nights and what the other human beings gave him. Father, we take the blood, take the body, and we say that we stand through temptations and we shall win all the time. Strength and might. Power. Let Jesus say that as the Father sent me, so do I send you. So everything that helped Jesus in his ministry has been given to us to help us. We receive this impartation as we take the blood and the body of Jesus, Lord. 
Oh yes. We are going forth as the army sent to save souls and to multiply. As we take the communion, Lord, let every seed in us by your calling, let every seed in us begin to grow. Thank you, Father. Premature death is cancelled. Distractions to our callings, we cast them. We receive the eyes to see through distractions. Oh, yes. They shall not be camouflaged ahead of us to give us a wrong arrow of the things we should pray for. Oh, Lord, we thank you. And we shall live like David, does. David said. We will live to make your works known to the nations. Thank you. Help us like Abraham. Help us like Amos. Help us to come out from our corners. Places where you didn't call us to be. Jobs. Everything. Start choosing for us, Lord. And we will obey. Let us not make our own choices where we shall regret. But you yourself choose for us. And help us to know when you choose for us. Oh, thank you. Right connections, Lord. Right connections. Right people. Right locations. Right. Thank you. Let time and chance happen to us. And we shall multiply. And we shall not be few. In Jesus' name. Amen. Let's take communion. When the music fades. Thank you for strength. Let's be on our feet with our hands lifted. And let's take a blessing. You will escape. Every enchantment. Every handwriting. Everything proclaimed against you. Receive divine escape. They will not find you where they thought you would be. Oh yes. Things that seek to change the course of your life. You are escaping in the name of Jesus. People that are distractions to you. You are escaping that encounters in the name of Jesus. But your eyes will open to the realities of the spirit. You will know exactly what to do. What to pray for. How to move. Where to go. What to see. What to hear. Things that will poison your soul. You will not see them. You will not hear them. He said, my sheep know my voice. And they come at my call. But the strangest voice, they do not know. Every strange voice, your ears have escaped that voice. Oh, yes. Strange voices. Strange visions that are not from God. You will not see them. You will not hear them by the power of the Holy Ghost. But your eyes are open to the seed in you. Your ears are open to the right information. 
and your souls are strengthened to march on to the, to the place of God's destiny for you. That is his will. The place of God's destiny for you is his will. And that seed is inside you. Receive, receive knowledge. Receive revelations of it. Oh yes. Whatever God must help you with for you to become what he wants you to become. Receive that help. Oh, receive that help. Thank you, Father. Your people's feet will not be found in wrong places. You are not going to dash your foot to a stone. Any stumbling blocks are removed from your path. May angels minister to you and strengthen you. The Bible said, and they revealed themselves to Jesus as he was praying for the will of God. And the angels ministered to Jesus and he was strengthened. As you are fighting on into the will of God, be strengthened in Jesus' name. Amen. Oh, yes. The wind will not blow against you, but will work in your favor. Ah, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Anything that people are running away from, these things will not come to your doorpost. But you shall be seen as the people on the mountain of the Lord. Occupied and encamped with the presence of God. When you sleep, receive good dreams of directions. Dreams of instructions. Dreams of impartations. Dreams of directions. And then you will know. Father, you used a dream to show me what you want me to do. Years ago, I prayed the same prayer for your people. Dreams to know what to do. Oh, yes. Wisdom to go about it. And their heart to carry it up. Thank you, Father. So shall it be in the lives of your people. For evil is forbidden. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. So let's take our Joel from the TPT. Jude, sorry. Maybe somebody will marry a Joel. I don't know. Uh, I said maybe. I didn't say it is what it is, maybe. Yesterday, you know what happened yesterday? I tricked somebody and the person missed it. My mouth was doing me mecha mecha. And I said, let me trick this person and see. So I sent a message. Tricking the person. And then, lo and behold, the person missed it. I was laughing. Because you don't listen. I told you what God made me. I'm witty. I say intelligent things in a funny way. I keep telling you. Mostly, I say very powerful things. Prophetic things in a funny way. That's what he has made me. So people missed it. So that you don't target anyone particularly. You don't know the person. You don't know. One mass or a One mass or Do you have the Jude? All right, let's go. 
Now to the one with enough power to prevent me from stumbling into sin and bring me faultless before his glorious to the only to the only God our Savior through our Lord Jesus Christ with endless glory and majesty great power and authority from before he created time now and throughout all the ages of returning. Amen. In your two minutes shower prayers, have you started praying two minutes? You can even be praying these things, these scriptures. You can be praying Isaiah 11. Uh, Isaiah 11, yeah. The spirit of the Lord, spirit of revelation, spirit of all those things. Amen, come on. Amen. 